Welcome to the Indoors Podcast. I am your host, Asher Korn. This project was created at the height of social distancing to give a voice to local artists and bands to share their stories in their own words and to find ways we can all continue to help support each other. All artists featured on this podcast submitted a sample of their music and a small bio about themselves. On this episode, I interview Alex Mattis, Everett Dardario, Jake Bondi, Aldo Beltran, and Gus Gaggle from Flora de la Luna, a surfy punk rock experience from Denver, Colorado. These four guys, and a goose, give it all they got, so you can have a great time. Flora de la Luna has been greatly impacted by COVID-19, from canceling a tour to Germany to having to postpone their album, Every Trip Must Come to an End, until further notice. The band's manager, Gus, states, quote, the virus has affected us greatly. Canceling our tour to Germany was supposed to happen in April. All our foreseeable local shows and possibly our Chicago tour that was planned to happen in June. Effectively, the scene has come to a halt globally, and I'm sure anybody that plays music is feeling it in these times. End quote. Florida La Luna has submitted three songs for this podcast, which includes Rock and Rolla that is scheduled to be on the upcoming album that will be released sometime in the near future. Later in this episode is their single, Stuck on You. Up next is their track, Opaque, followed by an exclusive interview with the band.
I'm Everett. I play guitar. Flora de la Luna, and I sing a little bit. I'm Alex. I also play guitar. I also sing. My name is Aldo, and I play the drums. A little bit of singing as well. And I'm Jake. I play bass. Yeah, I don't really sing, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I understand all of you live together. Is that correct? Uh, three out of four. Three out of four. Yeah. We all work together. That does not live there. Jake is the only one. Yeah. But we all work no together. Kind of like secondhand live here though, so. Most people we work with think I live here for sure. So. <laughs> well, it's confusing because our other roommate is named Jacob. His name is Jake, and they're different people, but it's easy to confuse. Do you want to talk a little bit about Flora de la Luna? Uh, who wants to go on that? Does anybody have a starting <laughs> point? <laughs> Alex, you want to start up? I feel like you are the main, like, the glue that got us all together in a way to become this. Maybe you'll be the best one at explaining this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so basically, I was playing music and I moved out to Denver to play music and just change my scenery. And after releasing a couple songs, I got an offer to play a show. And it was after Everett and I had already been hanging out for a couple of years at that point, playing guitar together. And then Aldo moved out here from Florida. I got the opportunity to play a show. I saw a guy that played guitar. I saw a guy that played drums. And I was like, hey, guys, do you want to help me out? Or we can make something different? I don't know. It just kind of rolled from there. It started in my garage of my last house before we all moved in together. I feel like it's pretty like grassroots DIY. Like we're just having fun doing it. We finally had a reason or like a, what is the word? Responsibility to go to a show and put on a good show. So we stopped just messing around and kind of focused on writing songs. Yeah, no, I came in. Yeah. All right. Well, that's when we were all playing, and uh, we all work at a at a grocery store together. So, working through this essential business, Jake got hired at the grocery store. I'm trying not to say the name of the grocery store. <laughs> uh, you can say it if you would like. Uh. Well. Well, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I, I pick up what you're saying now. Uh, yeah. You do. You do. <laughs> I'm not trying to associate myself with this company, but I do work there. <laughs> All of us. Do. I am an employee. <laughs> so we all worked at this grocery store, and then Jake got hired. I was training him, and he was seemed like a pretty cool dude. And we started hanging out before we even realized that hey, maybe we all just rip together, play really well together. And regardless of playing music, I think we'd be hanging out anyway. Yeah, sure. I feel like I definitely, I came, because I've been yeah, out in Colorado for about five years now, but I was living up in Boulder up until about August. And then, yeah, that's when I, you know, got hired in late September. <laughs> and, like, you know, it just, it, I just started <laughs> hanging out with them and, like, you know, it just worked so easily. We grooved together before we even played and then started playing. Like, it just worked so well, all working at the same place and just having a good time. 
So I feel like when it comes to like genre, it's hard to define because I feel like we all have different styles of how we started mm-hmm. playing music and whatnot, and what we listen to. Sure, there's like some core ones that we all enjoy, but at the same time, I feel like we have a different way to go about things. So it's hard to classify yeah. it, I guess. Yeah, everybody definitely pulls their own little little flair into things. I like about it. Is it okay if I also ask about the goose? (laughs) 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 No, his life is very mysterious, but we can answer what we know about him. He doesn't talk a lot, but (laughs) pretty. You know, he's not very. He's not an open book. But, you know, uh, if you have any questions, we can try to answer them for sure. Can you, for people who may not know who the goose is, can you talk a little bit about why there is a goose? And I'm just <laughs> curious if the goose has a name. Gus? Gus Gaggle. Gus the Gaggle. Name of the goose. We have a goose because every band needs a band manager. And so he kind of, you know, he's the one talking to you on Instagram, setting this all up. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he the gets real co- shows. Crucial, crucial role. He makes us look good. You know, he's our representative, but I would say also kind of like the fifth Beatle, uh, where he's at every show and he's going to be partying on stage with us. But I don't think we could be where we are as a band without Gus. It's very true. Without Gus. He just, he's always there when we need him, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he brings the light to our Love light. That goose. It's just perfect. Just, just good energy all around. Is the goose? I've just I've hung up on the goose just a little bit. But <laughs> does Gus have like an origin story or? Uh, he was gifted to us at one of our shows by one of our really close cute. friends. Yeah. Now he sticks there. with us forever. He's going on tour with us. Oh yeah. Once that happens. I know that you had to cancel your tour to Germany in April. Yeah, I mean, although you want to take the lead on that. Oof. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we were supposed to go to Germany and play with this band called Tom Allen and the Strangest. They just kind of were like, hey, you guys want to go on tour? We were like, oh, yeah, <laughs> why not? So we all tried to, like, you know, we all got our passports, saved up some money, got the tickets. It was all planned, a little stressful, you know, got all together. And once we got to the point, it's when it all, when it all hit, as they say. And... Yeah, we had to both cancel it, I'd say, and uh, what else? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I remember that initial, like, when Trump called the travel ban, like, we were definitely still thinking about just going out to Germany because it was only the band coming back in. But, like, that's right, like, before things got really serious, and then definitely just day by day, more and more. Yeah, came out. yeah. yeah. Our flight was canceled, so <laughs> that's when we were mm-hmm. like, all right, it's not going to happen, but. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. The cool thing is, like, yeah. it was, it's through schedule, which is nice. But we'll see if so it happens. Because, yeah. like, see what happens. Yeah, when they start opening. They start to open up again. Yeah. When shows start coming back, and let's see what travel happens. Because it's rescheduled for, I think it's the last week in August, first week of September. I'm hopeful, but it does seem early for music to come back yeah and definitely a lot of gigs that we had to cancel as well just local shows yeah and, local know. shows not to mention we were also yeah. like we were like in the middle of recording our little call it ep and so we were like all right so we can't go yeah. to germany that means we can just focus on this and start working on it but then you know social distances that are happening and we just couldn't get together with our producer to get this done 
it was very it's very bummy not being able to yeah. do much of the plans that we were, we had set out for this summer definitely changed the trajectory of what i thought this year was gonna be you know <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah that's not to say that we don't still have that trajectory it's just like when are we gonna be able to just do that again like yeah well hopefully uh i mean i was talking to our producer today and he was saying that Derek brannon mastermind he was saying that he'd feel comfortable to continue helping us record our record and finish it up so hopefully we'll be able to put in the final stitches on that and get it out. I, I don't know sometime this summer. We don't. We haven't. There's no select date yet, but it's. I feel like nothing. Uh, like at this point, can have a set date. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get it when you get yeah, it. Yeah, honestly, that's just the weirdest part about it is like wanting to just do it now and not knowing when we can even We're do very it. excited about this record it's kind of the culmination of the first year of our band that's pretty exciting are there any specific stories or moments or songs i know that you submitted stuck on you and opaque yeah those were the the first songs we recorded as we got together as a band because that was just kind of our way to start getting shows under our new name we got the first show under my like solo act and there's a bunch of like mismarketing because we were trying to rebrand it as our project together. So those were the first songs we recorded as a band. The first songs that we yeah, wrote I mean, together Opaque, as a band. Uh, Everett wrote before we were even a band and uh, I was just trying to record stuff in my bedroom. Stuck on You was kind of the first like aha moment, like the light bulb went off. And you're like, hold on, do that again. Hmm. So we felt those are like, and they're similar songs. So it's kind of like a, like opposites as far as mood. No one's a little more aggressive. One's a little more tame and pulled back. It's like two sides of the story.
I definitely feel like those two songs embody the sound of For a Day La Luna, though, too. Like, that was all before I was even in the band as well. And, like, coming in hearing those two songs right on Spotify, it was definitely drew me into, like, the sound of the band. And I love it for sure. Oh. Um, yeah. No. <laughs> 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 So for Rock and Roller, that was definitely the first song that I came in and had contribution to with the band. And they'd had kind of a whole rest of it all laid out. And it was just, it was fun to come in and play all those songs with them. And I felt like that was the first song that I actually had a contribution to writing. And we definitely all had yeah. a part in writing that song. Yeah, that's one of my yeah. favorites. That one. It's definitely the, i feel like bop. where everything comes yeah. together yeah yeah the bop at definitely the end i actually went so hard playing that song and boulder in February. <laughs> it was the last song in our set and i was jumping around too much and i vomited on stage <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> velvet room boulder yeah like <laughs> He looks at me with this face of horror, and I'm just like, oh, dude, I can't help you right now, man. You're on your own. Meanwhile, the crowd was chanting for an encore at the time, too. Like, they're like, what you were. I'm looking at Everett and Aldo trying to figure out what song we're playing. I saw, like, Alex was struggling in the corner, and I look up at him, and he's like, oh, oh, God. And just, you know, let it all out on stage. It was. Great, I love Jack it. Style. It's a memorable moment for sure. Yeah, anyone who, oh, yeah, they're gonna remember that. Definitely one. shout out to Velvet Room. That was yeah. the they they yeah. loved that. They, they weren't they weren't mad at us. <laughs> yeah, so nice about it. Yeah, I'm and sure once you. they open up again, they'll let us back there too. So, <laughs> you, I really hope yeah. comes back because uh, yeah. Matt at the Velvet Room is a very great guy. Yeah, he's doing cool things mm-hmm. in Boulder. For sure, some cool stuff. Just supporting artists, you know, just giving everybody a shot. Like, mm-hmm. good, good energy. Yeah, great, great DIY venue. That actually bleeds into my next question quite nicely. I was wondering what are good ways that we, not only as a community, but as an audience of listeners and people who still care about the future of the music scene, both globally and locally. Like how can we, one, continue to support Flora de la Luna, but just the general scene as a whole? What do you mean, just like go to shows, you know? Well, we can't. Well, there are can't no shows. Right <laughs> in the meantime. Well, okay. yeah, in the meantime, though. I mean, well, it's also like definitely All the, there's getting a- into actually buying and supporting albums and singles from artists is definitely a good way i feel like you know yeah or if somebody like that, has the whole album that the yell nats put together yeah. Alex, you want to talk Which about that for sure? yeah yeah we were we were so lucky to be a part of social distancing a compilation it was a project that our homies the yell nats put together and it was 39 bands I think one from Philadelphia and 38 from Denver or Colorado, which is super cool to see because so many bands came together and pitched in a song. Like we put a demo of Opaque on that record and people put songs that they had out or unreleased stuff that wouldn't fit on an album or demos of old songs. And it was 
I don't know, it raised a lot of money, a lot of more money than I thought it was going to. You know, it got a lot of attention, which was cool to see people supporting other people. Yeah, I think it's just a really cool way to just try to keep that community alive. That's just definitely what I think is important is not losing mentality that there are local bands out there and trying to support the community as a whole, you know, and just bringing people together, but like supporting us individually. Yeah, like I I think honestly, as a band, we're very lucky to still be at a job that isn't cutting hours and is doing a lot Mm -hmm. to stop the spread of COVID-19. Like we're cleaning everything 10 times over and everybody has to wear masks now in the, I think it's the County of Denver to shop at a store. I know we're really lucky to be at a, at a company that, you know, we're financially not impacted too much by this. So we just ask that like, we don't need financial stuff right now as a band, just keep caring about music, you know, cause it's going to come back. It's more just don't lose that idea that we are coming back. All these bands want to come back and, you know, the second things open up again, like so much stuff is going to be happening. And, you know, we're just looking forward to that day by day at this point. I would we'd like to mention again, like the social distancing compilation. It goes to Food Bank of the Rockies and Safe House Denver. The revenue is just split straight down the middle, 50-50 each charity. And that was put together by the Yelnats, who are gracious homies, and they do so much for this community. I think they give everything about music 100% of their heart. They're just really good guys and we're happy to be a part of the compilation and help people out by giving them something to promote. It's a lot of music and I think it's really cool that everybody came together to do that. All right. My last question, any advice you would like to say or anything you would like to share? Does anybody want to Well, definitely just keep supporting your local artists and bands. You know, there's definitely a lot of outreach of people trying to do different types of live streams and, you know, podcasts like these, you know, just to try to get those names out there still and, you know, keep that community in mind to actually support each other because we're all taking it day by day at this point and it's definitely important to follow these standards and rules but definitely important to keep your you know mental state in a good place (laughs) yeah because like it's a i don't know it's a bummer that you know maybe we had shows canceled and our europe tour was rescheduled and hopefully it will still happen but like i don't know the whole world got canceled uh, we're, we're all we're all in this together so just kind of be there for one another in there yeah it's gonna mm-hmm. be fine everybody's yeah, anxious to come back but you know we all do our part it'll be before the better basically yeah a little bit from everybody adds up to be a lot some shout outs to the boys at yell nets yeah shout out yeah, shout out to the Natty Boys. Natty boys. Uh, shout out to the Nova Kicks for witnessing me vomit in Boulder. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a, uh, shout out to Derek Brandon for helping us record this record and making us sound so good. Oh, we shout definitely... out to the person that draws all of our stuff, which is Brandon and Steven. 
Yeah, Tesseractism. Oh, yeah. Tesseractism. Um, yeah, they're they're a part of the Boys Collective, which we're a part of. Uh, so it's Tesseractism, uh, Garcia, uh, and then Flora de la Luna. And it's kind of our bigger project involving more than just the band. Yeah, past music. Music, art, and video stuff. Uh, the Boys Collective. I believe what we're at seven now. Seven us seven of us together just musically or like art inclined and we just work together really well. Yeah, definitely a lot of just creative energy bouncing off of each other. I feel like it helps, you know, have kind of some inspiration for us in the band and how we write our music for sure and and there's a lot of art and creativity coming from Tesseractism, you know. Oh, and and yeah. Christine at at Birdism, uh, that's, her, <laughs> that's her actual Instagram title. Uh, she takes all of our <laughs> photos, including the one that you see for the cover of this podcast. She's really good and a homie. Mm-hmm. Anybody we're leaving out? Casey is you for having us. Thank you. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank you. This was a cool opportunity for sure. Yeah, happy. This. It's fun. Yeah. Happy with that. Yeah, of fun. On that fateful day. I don't want to interrupt if there is anything else you would like to share, but I can stop recording at any time. Anything else? Shout out. <laughs> uh, I don't. Shout out to Ted Diodario, Everett's father, for looking like <laughs> for looking like Adam Taylor, like our gems. It's <laughs> a good look. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah i think that, i think we got it <laughs> all right yeah, i think that does it thank you for listening to the indoors podcast i want to give a huge thank you to alex everett jake and aldo for joining me on this episode this was a ton of fun to record and i'm so happy that i know all of you and i've been able to see you perform live Flora de la Luna is such a wonderful experience and I look forward to live shows again so I can see each and every one of you and catch up on what you've been up to. Thank you to Gus for arranging this recording session and sending the track Rock and Rolla off the new album so I can include it on this episode. Thank you to S. Birdism, aka Christine Makowski, for the cover of this episode. I'd also like to thank my producer Matt Gusmarati for helping me create the series. Thank you to KCSU and a huge thank you to you for the continued support of this podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of Indoors. Please enjoy this ultra-exclusive sneak peek of Rock and Rolla off the upcoming album, Every Trip Must Come to an End. Enjoy!